California National Guard took a knee. And I think this is one of those things that's just going to get America more divided than ever. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Because you need more to get America divided. That's, that's clearly it. Right there. The California National Guard is there keeping the peace. And they took a knee. Now, there have been a lot of this kind of thing going on, right? So you've seen the cops walk with protesters, to which I've had no issue. And you've seen police officers take a knee with protesters, which I originally thought they were doing in prayer. I did not realize they were doing it like in the Colin Kaepernick kind of way. They're taking it. I didn't know what that was at first. I actually thought it was in prayer. I I will say this now. I have said it before. I'm not about to change my words because they haven't changed. If Colin Kaepernick, formerly of the San Francisco 49ers until he decided to decline a contract extension, uh, if he thinks taking a knee is a way to protest police brutality, he's more than welcome to do so. I think it's bad marketing. I don't think you've moved America that way. Certainly, it caught on with a segment of America for sure. Certainly, it caught on with Nike because Nike said, let's give this guy millions. Let's make him the face of Nike. And let's not worry about whether people are upset because they're not the people buying Nike anyway. Nike made a calculation and it worked out pretty well for Nike. Just so we're clear, Colin Kaepernick does not have, um, what's the word um, I'm looking for? The, uh, he doesn't have the juice on the subject. If you wear socks that show police officers as pigs, if, if, if that's your thought on police, it's not that you want to do something about police brutality, it's that you hate cops. It's that you hate the idea of policing. Maybe that's why we're seeing this conversation around the country now of defunding police departments, which very much seems like a, a, a retributive action. Right? That seems like retribution. It doesn't seem like, well, this is a smart policy. But I'm more than willing to let those cities go about and reduce uh, this money they spend on policing. Uh, Best of luck. Let me know how it goes. I'm not going to get upset by it. Taking a knee never seemed to me to be good marketing. And when people said you were disrespecting the flag, you were doing it during the national anthem. And for you to say, no, you just don't understand, well, no. If, If someone's allowed to have a point of view... And then someone else is allowed to say, but you're not thinking of my point of view. Well, then you have to now take a look at both points of view. You can argue that that wasn't his intention, but you can't argue that that's how it came across. The, the, the proof of that is Drew Brees. Drew Brees, the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, said, uh, I, I, I don't appreciate people disrespecting the flag. When I see the flag in the national anthem, it reminds me of my grandfather's in World War II. And then he had people say to him, you're missing the whole point because my grandfather serves in World War II, but I'm black. They didn't come home to a hero's welcome. They came home to not being able to get a job, whatever the case may be. They saw it differently. So if that's the conversation, well, that's a, a, a conversation. It isn't that somehow Drew Brees is a terrible person. Drew Brees has a huge, huge story of things that he has done and the millions he has given for 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 uh, COVID-19 support in Louisiana and this and that. And all of a sudden, he says one thing, and now it's over? Now you're this terrible person? That's, that's the cancel culture. 
I'm not down for it. I'm certainly not down for it today. I'm not down for the idea that Colin Kaepernick brought forth a valuable conversation about quote-unquote police brutality. I'm not, I'm not there. But it was very interesting to hear people talk about Drew Brees because their experience is different. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that conversation. Nothing wrong with sharing, hey, I don't think you're seeing it right, Drew, and here's why. Or let me give you another way to look at this, and here's why. Isn't that what we do in a conversation? Isn't what two guys at a bar stool having a beer do? Isn't that what you do at the dinner table? It's all of a sudden now that that's a problem. It's a problem to engage the conversation. It's, it's, it's madness. But taking a knee has taken on a whole new meaning. And the National Guard there in California took a knee. It was Kurt Schlichter, uh, the author, the columnist. Uh, full disclosure, I've known Kurt for a million years. We performed on stage together. Uh, he is my lawyer. Uh, and uh, I voice his books. I do the audio uh, book uh, of, of his books. I'm actually uh, getting ready to start on the second one. Um, the argument is, is that the captain was trying to defuse a uh, hostile situation. And by taking a knee, it won over protesters as opposed to the criminal agitators. It helped the guard. And since then, protesters have been pointing out agitators to the guard. Now, I would make the argument that agitators should have been pointed out from the beginning because you don't want agitators because you want to be able to protest and get something done. But that's just me. Um, taking the knee is going to become a thing. It's going to become a thing to show how connected you are. Whether or not, and this is the terminology used, you're an ally. When I see people discussing policing in America, Right? You could discuss it specifically on George Floyd. I'm asking the question, why are we talking about defunding police departments? How come these same cities aren't talking about changing the, the rules and the procedures to prevent cops from putting their knee on someone's neck? Shouldn't that be the thing we're working on first? But I'm a guy of focus, right? I, I, I have a pretty directed point of, uh, of view and how I think we should do things. Let's get right to it. I think that's where we we should be. Um, I don't know on the conversation of ally if that means I have to prove myself in any other way to another person. But I think that's what's going to come. We have seen, if you maybe have gotten the emails from Uber or Lyft, uh, local museums have sent them out, how they are... Uh, connecting to and in solidarity with the black community. If you're black and you disagree with the protesters, are you still part of the black community? I'll wait for somebody else to give me that answer. It is only to the idea that we are not talking about monolithic blocks. And it's one of the reasons I always discuss things in the Liberty way, when I talk about the Liberty Society, that when I see what happened to George Floyd, I say that the police should not be allowed to do that to a citizen. Somebody who's black sees a black man being killed by a white man. That's a difference in, in how you're looking at it. In the end, I need that cop to not be able to do that to anybody. That's what I need. And to do that and to, in a larger sense, keep government 
from being oppressive, I always believe in small governments. I believe in Article 1, Section 8. I believe in a small, efficient, streamlined government. And when I see people out there protesting that police have too much power, that government has too much power, see this? That's, it's not even really a slow, more slow clap is like, right? That, that's the slow, then it could build up. Like that's how it's, a, welcome. Hell yeah, I'm in for that conversation. Because that's all I've ever wanted. The recognition that a government is, that is too large is a government that is meant to hurt you. Now, again, different lens. Whether you see it to your actual physical existence of day to day, or you see it as the existence of society day to day. As Fingers Malloy discusses, uh, radio host and podcaster and with me on the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast, the problem is we have too many laws. We make things illegal in the United States so that at any time someone can be busted for doing something wrong. And what we need are less laws. What we need are less regulations. It's what we need. The story of Eric Garner is actually the story that I thought should have done all this. Eric Garner was the guy who was killed in New York by a chokehold from a New York police officer who was then fired. You know why they put him in a chokehold? Because he wouldn't listen to the police. What was he doing that the police were on him? He was selling loose cigarettes. We killed a man for selling loose cigarettes. That's nuts. But it wasn't the police that killed him. It was whatever government perfunctory wanted to make sure they were getting their tax dollars. We are having the same conversation. Government's largesse does none of us any good. And in order for us to ensure the safety and security of our fellow man, depending on how you see it, in terms of how you describe your fellow man, we need to make sure that government is of, by, and for the people. That government is not there to intimidate, scare, and frighten the people. That the citizen is in charge. How many times have I said to President Trump, I am not worried about President Trump. He works for me. I know who I am in the deal. This is a much bigger conversation. But I can appreciate it if not everybody sees it like I do. I believe eventually they will get there. I believe that one of the things that needs to get looked at here is indeed political. Because what value system gets put in place when we talk about uh, this type of either A, policing, or this type of response of government large or government small? Now, don't get me on government spending. Everybody's into government spending. Whatever they can do to spend a buck, to spend a buck. It's, it's madness. I argue that the conversation about protesters in America, the protesters are on my side. It doesn't mean I'm going to agree with every tactic. It doesn't mean I'll agree with every point a protester might bring up. Like, for example, taking a knee. 
There is no time, no place, nowhere that I would take a knee. It would never happen. I, I tell you this story, and, and I'm only going to say it this way. My wife is going to be a little shocked. I will never discuss, and I've never discussed how I proposed to my wife. I can tell you this. I did not take a knee. Oh, Ari, are you being are you being dopey? Would you take a knee tying your shoe? If if you're on a sports team and the coach is like, take a knee, you you take a knee. That's not the conversation. Tying my shoe when I take a knee, you dope. Do you think that's what we're talking? Oh God, the children, the kinder. Am I right? I don't take a knee. If I have to prove I'm someone's ally by taking a knee, well then I guess I'm not going to prove it. I think it's a bad idea to make that the, the way to prove yourself. I don't think the way you prove your friendship, I don't think the way you prove your connection is supplication. I think it's an absolutely terrible and horrifically dangerous thing to do. Now, I can't tell other people how to do things and how to live. I'll tell you this, I'm very bothered that the National Guard would do such a thing. When I see police walking with protesters, no problem by me, none whatsoever. There was a situation, uh, there have been protesters in, 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 in my city, in Indianapolis, and in the middle of Indianapolis, it's called the Soldiers and Sailors Monument, and when I do the show from the studio, uh, I, I have studios at home, and I have st other studios, and I look out, it's, I look out over that circle. And it's gorgeous. It's a remarkable, remarkable view. You can actually climb to the top and everything. It's great. Well, there's some guy who climbed to like part of the monument. He's sitting like on the monument, not the tippy top, right? It's not like King Kong in the Empire State Building. Like right over the entry door, producer Ari's looking. He was sitting there for like four hours yesterday. And so a cop climbed up and sat down and talked to him for an hour. I have no problem with that. That doesn't bother me. I don't think that's giving in. That's... The guy's up there. All right, well, you can physically drag him down, or you can say to yourself, it isn't worth physically dragging him down. Buffalo, New York. Did you see the scene out of Buffalo? You had the, the cops were in riot gear. They were in a line. And this older man walks up to, the, to that line. And it's like, I, I guess he's yelling at them, what are you doing? And one of the cops shoves him. He's an old guy. He trips. He falls. He's bleeding out of his ear. An ambulance has to come. That cop has been suspended. What are you shoving the guy for? Now- if he took a swing at you, all right, you'd have a case. It wouldn't look good, but you'd have a case. You could easily bring that guy. He's not the threat. Tony, they're in riot gear. It's a heightened situation. Guys, Scott, you, you, you push the 75-year-old. I didn't say not protect and defend yourself. I am saying you didn't have to push the 75-year-old. There are plenty of cases and plenty of things that have gone on with these rioters where people are trying to take the video and say, look how this person's being treated. There's video, it came out of Indianapolis, where uh, someone's like, look at how this cop groped this woman and when she pulled away, that's when they beat her. I saw the video. That's the, He's trying to arrest her. She's pulling away. That part A touched touched part B, that ain't groping. That's people making it up. And we're smart enough to know the difference. We damn well better be. 
That kind of thing from police, that kind of thing from the National Guard, no problem with. People talking to each other, it's good. Solid. Taking a knee is not for me. But if you want to talk about where I am with the protesters, let them protest. And if you want to talk about making changes to police, that would or policing, I should say, that's the thing we should be doing. Defunding policing or defunding police departments is not doing something about policing. Defunding police departments is ideological and retribution. And that's valueless. I'm Tony Katz.